So, welcome to another lovely episode of Let's Talk Public Health. I mean, ah, today with me is the beautiful founder of Avantgarde. Her name is Oluchi. Hmm. I don't want to play myself with your son name. Ihehuna. What? <laughs> I played, my, I played myself. <laughs> I played myself. Um, just random. What does that mean? What does, what does your surname mean? Um, so I think it's a short form. And I remember my father telling me that it meant the most important thing in the family is the child. But what? it's shortened. Okay, okay. So the child is the most valuable, most important thing in the family. Funny. Oh, God. I don't want to know what, that, what the long, what the long, what the long. <laughs> but that's what my father told me. <laughs> no, I know, but like the long word of it. I think that's what he told me. Okay, okay. Awesome. I'm glad you still remember. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, again, I'm very grateful that you decided to join us on today's show this episode i mean i've seen your work i've met you a couple of times and you are so amazing so i'll start first by asking the question um to describe what you mean i've heard you a couple of time you know say the word you know i'm a physiotherapist with a soothing essence ah, ah, please <laughs> let us know what does this mean tell us what why do you describe yourself in in such a manner Thank you for having me. Um, so maybe I should give you a bit of, maybe I should share a story with you. Okay, sure. <laughs> I, I'm up for stories, please. Can someone toss me the popcorn? <laughs> yes. So before I started avant-garde physiotherapy, I worked with a couple of hospitals. Mm -hmm. And then in one of the hospitals where I worked, my former employer called me to his office and he said, what do you do to your patients? Why are they always on a high after they're done with you? Wow. <laughs> Not only do, they, do you, we see results, they also come back telling me nice things about you. So my patients were going back to my employer and telling him that, you know, they liked my work, you know, they liked my person and all that. So I decided to do my own research, you know, because he had told me and I wanted to go back and find out exactly what exactly they were saying. And then I had things like, um, I feel like I can trust you. I feel like I can tell you anything. I'm comfortable with you. Um, you have a good aura. You know, those kinds of feedback. And I understand the impact of psychology when it comes to physical um, rehabilitation. I know that your mind has a part to play. And I'm big on partnership when it comes to taking care of patients. Now I, I feel like booking a session. <laughs> <laughs> and one way to get your patients buy-in is for them to be able to trust you, right? Yeah. Um, and I know that I'm an empath. So that also plays out in the way that I do my work. So I'm, you know, literally just using my strength at work. Wow. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. And... It seems like you really, really enjoy your job. Of course, like you really do. What were you always sure about being a physiotherapist? What what drew you, you know, into this line of work? So I would say that I love people. I was sure that I wanted to help people. And at the time when I went, when I wanted to get into med school, I was thinking, how can I help people? How can I, you know? treat people but not come in contact with so much blood 
Mm. Mm, no, don't <laughs> go yet. So I got into med school and I came because I needed a lot of blood. So it didn't quite work. But yes, I always I care about people and that's my own way of serving people, you know, with my strength, that's what else I would say. Oh yeah. Okay, so phys- physiotherapy is not a runaway from <laughs> it's not not <laughs> necessarily. Not necessarily depends on where you're practicing. Mm-hmm. So if you're for example in a burnt, you know, surgical unit where you have to treat patients who have had burns, um yeah, I don't want to go into the details, but you, you can see a lot of I'm just giving you an example. example. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, good to know. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, ah, we cannot lie. COVID has hit us. Mm. Or COVID did, you know, show the world a different side, I guess. Not, I guess, through. True, true, true. And it's affected a lot of healthcare providers, you know. It's been, you know, we've had, we've seen many people complain. So for you as a physiotherapist, how has this affected your work? Because you need to touch people. You need to see them, I feel. You need to hold them and say, oh, yeah, do the bone like this. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. So how has this affected you, to be honest? Okay. Um, great question. So, um... At the time that the pandemic hit, I was I was actively seeing my patients physically, mm-hmm. um, and what that meant was that I had to now stop seeing my patients physically, because we only um, saw I mean patients would were not open I mean there was social distancing you couldn't even really go anywhere there was a lockdown and all that, and um, before that so let me backtrack a little before that i had had some virtual sessions with some of my patients before the pandemic i mean this was probably like three four years ago i'll give an example yes so maybe i saw into the future you did (laughs) (laughs) and um i had a patient who had a hip replacement and um we had some difficulties getting his quadriceps the muscles in the front of his thigh um to work and we had done, you know, all the things that we'd usually do, but you know, it wasn't quite picking up as quickly as we wanted it to. And so I suggested that he try out hydrotherapy. At the time, we didn't have a hydrotherapy pool where I was practicing. So um, we decided that he would, you know, find a pool around his house. I don't think he had a pool in his house. So he had to use his friend's house. And then we would do a video and I'll show him a couple of exercises that he could do underwater. I kid you not. When we introduced hydrotherapy, his recovery became faster. Oh, wow. So we had done telehealth. So I'm just saying that we don't have to touch the patient (laughs) for you to have results in physiotherapy. I would say again that physiotherapy is a partnership between the patient and the therapist. Mm -hmm. And when you have that partnership, it means that the patient takes responsibility. You're not just waiting for somebody to move you and touch you. If you can, you do the moving yourself. And that kind of empowers you, don't you think? It does. It does. Because, um, you know, you feel like you're more in control yes. rather than someone saying, I wanted to move the handle like this. You know, like when you can. I mean, there are times <laughs> when some, some you, you definitely need someone to move, you know, that mm-hmm. part of your body. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a completely different thing. But when you can, you want to encourage the patient to do what they can by themselves. So if I get you correctly, mm-hmm. the COVID um, pandemic 
as it or as can I say as it's where because we're still now we're, we're dealing still with in the middle of it. Third mm, wave. Would I would say affected you, but then didn't discourage you from practicing. You still found a way around getting work done and seeing results. But what about the people in your industry? Do you think they were affected? Um, I'm I'm sure that. I mean, I, I didn't get to see all my patients, for example. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like I saw everyone, but there were people who I could see online. I'll give an example. I already had um, a, a patient that I already started seeing and traveled to the UK, was stuck in the UK, couldn't come back because oh, of the wow. lockdown. So we now had to go virtual. virtual, and we're having our sessions virtual. She was familiar with her routine, so you know we just continued um, with her sessions. Um, something interesting happened, and that was when I decided that avant-garde had to go live. Yes, that was when I was, you know, that was that was more like um, a confirmation, more like my conviction that telehealth, especially for physiotherapy, work works. Um, so someone called me, and she says she had a friend who had this really bad neck pain, and the pain was radiating to her arm. She couldn't sleep. She couldn't sit. She couldn't. She was just very uncomfortable and this was in the right in the middle of the lockdown um she was afraid of getting infected with covid Mm -hmm. and so just like everybody else she was at home but now was so uncomfortable and um we set up a you know a virtual session a quick call yes and then after three sessions her pain level went from um i think it was eight over ten at the time it had gone from eight over ten to about one over ten, three sessions. Interesting. Yes, we have the testimonials. So it works. I'm just saying, and I didn't touch her. She had the pinched nerve. Many times you expect, but because she was at home and she cooperated, you know, we I could see her space and the things that were wrong. We made some lifestyle modifications, things that would have caused the pain in the first place. We took care of all of those, and then the outcome was great. So shout out to every if you are with you listening to this podcast, run. Look for Oluchi. <laughs> Look for avant-garde and plug yourself in. Because I know a couple of people, um, physiotherapists, that just felt like because they couldn't see their patients anymore, then they couldn't practice. I hope avant-garde has a space for physios. Absolutely. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, also, globally, I saw that Africans, physiotherapists in Africa, or how would I even put this word or this English? Anyway, one percent of the physios come from africa just one percent just one percent to show mm-hmm. you that the numbers are low like how is africa making up just one percent you know of everybody mm-hmm. uh-uh. that's that's ridiculous if you ask me because we're even the largest, the largest population. So, what would you say the problems are? Why, why are we not taking up our place and our space globally? You know, and how can we, how can we tackle this problem? So, I think that there's a lot of work to be done with awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll start with even from schools. So, when people are making their choice about what. Um, to study, you know, what field to go into, or what field of healthcare to go into. Many times they probably don't even know that. Physiotherapy. Know, can, yes. So I get that question, what is physiotherapy? And it's a legit question. It's obvious that the awareness is not as strong as we should be in Africa, right? Um, I did read up somewhere that um, we also have less 
you know, very few institutions that provide um, education in physiotherapy in Africa. Mm -hmm. I mean, in Nigeria, we do have quite a number. And um, yes, but now the problem is when we now train physiotherapists, a large percentage of them leave the shores of Africa. Bang, bang, bang. You know, that's another problem. So you train <laughs> them and then they leave. And so we still come back to fewer people who are practicing physiotherapists and um, practicing physiotherapy in Africa. So for starters, I would say that everybody wants more money. Yes. And physiotherapy to me does not look like a lucrative thing because even as a human being, me particularly, I never knew about physiotherapy until 2019. There you go. When um, we, we, my mom for her 50th birthday decided that she wanted to see a bunch of special children right. in a center. And when I was asking someone in Unilag, their med school, I was like, okay, what can we do? She's like, oh, they would need physio. I said, physio, what was that? <laughs> and then she explained it to me. So we got a bunch of physios, you know, to examine or I don't know, whatever they were doing with the children. It shall worked. So why should we go into physio? What are the areas um, of living that would require physical therapy because maybe now as, as i said me just talking to you i want a session <laughs> but i don't know like so how what area you know because if more people see the need for physiotherapy there would be more people going into um the space i mean fintech is a good example see now one one person have reached <laughs> unicorn status and now we have how many other fintech organizations so maybe if one person you know really shows the way it would have a lot of more people rise and actually now get into the space where they're doing amazing stuff. Absolutely. Thank you for the question. Um, there's so much untapped um, potential mm -hmm. in, in physiotherapy. Um, so your question is why, you know, would I want to do physiotherapy or why would I need a physiotherapist, exactly. right? If you have a body, you need one form of physiotherapy or the other. Really? There is the preventative ah. form of physiotherapy. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. You use a chair, right? Are you sure that the chair is ergonomic? What's the cause of your back pain? But what is even an ergonomic chair? It's a chair that supports you when you sit, you know, um, that is suited for you to, you know, to sit and then it takes the shape of your body, gives your body that support that is required when you sit on it, you so know, without you coming down with any musculoskeletal. I mean, if you, if you sit on it and yeah, you don't come down with musculoskeletal problems, that's pains and aches and all that. If you have the proper support while sitting. If I get it correctly, does it mean that everybody should have a special chair for them? Everybody should have a special chair for them. It doesn't have to be expensive you can modify the chair that you're sitting on so that it supports your back the way that your back needs to be supported when you sit. Interesting. <laughs> Do you understand? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, for example, you might have a regular chair. You might not have the um, funds to get uh, an ergonomic chair because some of them might be expensive. expensive. But you can modify your chair such that it gives you the support that you need. You can use like a lumbar roll, you can use you know, a rolled up, rolled up towel, place it at your back so that your spine is supported and then you don't come down with um, back pain. Mm. Wow, just that one example is making me think. 
because I don't think the chair I'm using it. Have you so been normalizing your pain? <laughs> <laughs> I probably have been normalizing. Oh, wow. I mean, why do I feel put on the spot? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you putting me on the spot, please? Okay, so um, really, I think there's a huge need for physical therapy. Um, and now, are, I mean, you just shared one example of back pain. Many others. The way we sleep. Hmm. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Interesting. The pillows that you use, the mattresses that you use, and these are like lifestyle, right? We're not even getting into other areas. This is just lifestyle. Wow. So, please. I think... Um, <laughs> You need to do more, really. Um, and I want to, that's going to lead me to my next question of how are you already doing more or how do you intend to do more? Increasing awareness first and then really serving the people. Because, I mean, today now I also can check my chair to be sure that I'm using <laughs> the right one. Um, I also check my, my, my bedspread like, to be sure that I'm sleeping well. Because really, this is what in the future now causes things like, let's say, arthritis, for example. Um, or then there's, I don't know what the back pain problem is or something. Yeah, very different types, but yeah. Yeah. But so let's just leave it at back pain <laughs> because it kind of covers up for every other thing. Do you yeah. get? And then I'm like spending so much more on my health, on something that could have been prevented if I had access to good information, um, if I had access to quality care from someone like you. So um, let's just talk about how you are already doing this and how you, you know, will continue to do this. Yes. Um, so um, currently we are on social media and we're putting out, you know, helpful tips mm -hmm. um, on via Instagram for now and then LinkedIn. And then we're looking to launch our um, web app um, at the end of the month. And then that way we will have a number of information being put out there on the because we're having blogs there people yeah. can get to see um content that would help them preventive uh, measures that they can take so that they don't come down with injury mm -hmm. or diseases mm -hmm. and all that so yeah so that's what we're looking at doing now yeah so that's amazing i would say that you are using technology technology absolutely wow it's, it's interesting that so many you know the change we're looking for really lies in technology and I would say again that Avantgarde is doing an amazing work. And thank you so much for bringing so much enlightenment and awareness to the show. I'm going to be sticking my neck out, looking for you guys everywhere to be sure on what I need to do, how I can live better so that I'm not, you know, dealing with some form of issues in, in the coming future. And I'll just say ending, like, let's end on a note, right? what's the what's the one thing or ah, we've said so many things but what's the one thing you want to tell people in the space of physiotherapy or physical therapy in the space of physiotherapy now to the physiotherapists or to the patients uh to both just both. Speak to us okay both. so um there's so much physiotherapy is a lot more um than we already know there's so much um, that we that physiotherapy has to offer it's a um, vastly untapped um, space. space and um, just be open to everything that comes along you know as, yeah. as avant-garde continues to evolve you mm -hmm. get to see new 
um, aspects of physiotherapy. We're happy to to do this. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, Oluchi, once again for joining us on today's show. I mean, I'm very grateful to everybody listening. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share this because huh, everybody needs to know where the bug has been biting them. That's mm-hmm. what I will say because it's, it's been a lot. Like, I mean, now me, I'm going to about my life. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I've seen ways that I'm going to help myself. Absolutely. Really. That's the most fun thing. Yes, help myself. So thank you so much again for joining us. Thank you for and having me. I'm grateful to everybody that has listened to this podcast. Thank you. We'll catch you in the next episode. You're welcome.